0: In a world full of noise and confusion, it's hard to focus on what's really important. In a culture where religion has become a grab bag of ideas, the precision of language is necessary for the proclamation of truth. So let's get started. Are you listening? Preach the gospel at all times and, if necessary, use words. That quote has been thrown around for much of my lifetime and many people would ascribe it to St. Francis of Assisi just stating the facts. However, he never said it, and no one who ever knew anything about the Bible ever said it with any authority. Today, I want to ask the question, what is friendship evangelism? Now, we hear it a lot of times. I see it very prominent in high school ministry, whatever that is, and so-called college campus ministry, whatever that is, and I hear people constantly say, well, I'm just trying to get to know this person. I'm trying to become friends with this person. We've got to have relationship evangelism. We've got to have, uh, you know, lifestyle evangelism, you know, etc. Friendship evangelism. Friends, there is no such thing as this type of so-called, quote, evangelism. Now, it may sound right, you know, if we are spending a lot of time and becoming really chummy with people, and eventually somebody may ask the question, hey, you seem to be different than everybody else. Why are you different? What's going on? And I'm not trying to mock it. Please don't get that idea. I have been taught this, even as a young person, back in my early 20s, but the The idea of evangelism has nothing to do with becoming friends with the lost. As a matter of fact, it's even the opposite that's taught in Scripture. We are commanded to proclaim the gospel. We are commanded to teach all people to obey everything Christ has taught us, that is, the totality of the New Testament and the Word of God. And so in doing so, we have a cultural problem where people say, well, it's none of my business to teach what people ought to be doing or to teach the gospel. I don't want to impose my beliefs. Friends, it's not imposing beliefs to proclaim the gospel. It's obedience to God. It's obedience to Christ. And moreoverly, it is the most absolute expression of true love that anyone could ever exercise. Let me give an example. We have a neighbor that does not attend church, that does not seem spiritual, that actually oftentimes seems very carnal, very worldly. This is an example. I'm not talking about one of my neighbors. But let's say we have a neighbor, and in that particular relationship that you have with this neighbor, you may wave. You may you know, help each other in the yard from time to time, may offer some assistance in, in, in severe weather. But ultimately, you've never brought up the idea of your faith, never brought up the idea of Christ or the gospel. And so you decide, eh, let's have them over for a barbecue or let's take them fishing or let's go on vacation together. Or, let's build a relationship and let's just hope that maybe after a few days or months or even decades, they might open up the conversation about Jesus. Friends, here's the way that should be done. Hi, there's a neighbor over there. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How about you? My name is James, and your name is? Great. Let me tell you a little bit about myself. I am a believer, and that means that I believe that Jesus Christ is the living God of the universe who created heaven and earth with his word, and then, boom, give the gospel. There's nothing wrong with that. I do that often. People are never offended. People are never caught off guard. People are actually, in some sense, especially when I was in the East Bay, confused when we're not as Christians forthright with our faith. Because by the way, most of the cults are, most of the world religions are, most of the false teachings are very forthright about their faith. We need to be forthright about our faith. And more importantly, we need to proclaim the faith. Paul says, how are they to call on the one whom they have not believed? Right after he says in verse 13 of chapter 10 of Romans, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Then he says, how would they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone heralding, proclaiming, preaching? Beloved, if we want to be evangelists, let's stop worrying about how many times a week we can take someone to coffee, how many loaves of bread we can give them, how much service we can give them. That's what Mormonism does. Let's trust in the conversion power of the Holy Spirit through the absolute divine will and pleasure of God Almighty who satisfied his wrath for his people through the body and the blood of Jesus Christ. And not only the satisfaction of his wrath, but the promise of eternal life because Jesus Christ has been raised from the dead. I love you. I'm glad you're listening today.